The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. This is the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. On this podcast episode, I'll be talking about do most college students have a job while they're going to school? The cost of a college education has historically increased in price at around 8% per year. Decades ago when I went to school, I was under the impression that most students held a job while working on their education and preparing for a career of some kind. Stick around for today's podcast episode as I talk about do most college students have a job while going to school? This podcast episode, I really wanted to get back to the the subject of the cost of college and if most college students work. And if they work, do they work full time? And this question kind of came up recently because I recently I have a daughter that is now in college and I really wanted to see how things one have changed since I went to college a few decades ago. And if most students that are going to college today, are they working and particularly are they working full time? And if they're working full time, does that affect their studies. I mean, should most college students be working full-time? Because when I went to school, it seemed like a lot of people did work, but it also seemed like quite a few didn't. One of the things that I thought about was, you know, like I said, have things changed? Because the few times I've driven around her campus, it doesn't, and just kind of talking to her because none of her her friends are, are working a full-time job, is do a lot of college students, do they work and do they work full time? And how does, if they do work full time, how does that affect them? Because I know when I was in school, you know, it certainly was hard to juggle a full-time job in addition to, to work. Now with the average cost of college education today in the United States at estimated to be around $35,720, and this doesn't include living expenses. You know, the question that comes up is how do people pay for it all? And that's really where, you know, do most college students need to hold a full-time job while they're going to school? And moreover, are most of the students, you know, are they working today out of necessity while in school to pay for their education and also their, their you know, their living expenses? When I was looking into the the information about a lot of this, several education experts seem to agree that working while in college, it does have its benefits. However, there, there is a difference between working for spending money and taking on a job to, to pay the rent while you're in school. And there can be a diminishing return on the benefits of working while in college when juggling excessive hours at a job and studying for school. The problem with the college education today is it's the price. And it's gotten so high that the average student loan debt at graduation has increased by 86% over the last two decades for a bachelor's degree. And working 40 or more hours a week today while attending a university it's becoming a, a more of a gamble as studies show a major reason 
about 40% of the students who enroll and do not graduate, it's due to a financial reason. If you're a young adult getting ready to go to college or a parent of one, you need to know if a full-time job is, is going to be required to maintain living and education expenses. And furthermore, it's important to know if working 40 or more hours while attending school full-time is both a realistic one and a good idea to ensure success. Now, the first thing I want to say when it comes to working and going to, to school is if you're a young adult listening to this podcast, or even if you're a parent listening to this podcast, and I'm going to say that a parent's college advice, it's basically outdated. And I know that was even the case with myself. And the first thing you need to know about working while in college in the advice of previous generation college students is, like I said, it's outdated. And the reason for this is college education today is more expensive than it probably ever has been. If you're a parent telling your child to, you know, just take on student debt and work full time while in college, because this is something you had to do while you were attending a university, you need to know that things are not the same. A bachelor's degree today with an average amount of student loan debt now takes on average over 20 years to repay. And this is much longer than the standard 10-year repayment plans communicated to previous college student generations. And moreover, more young adults are seeking a higher level of education, increasing the competition for jobs after graduation. And this is in addition to a fresh supply of college graduates each year for employers to choose from. Doing well in college and getting to graduation day, they're extremely important. And this is particularly the case when high amounts of student loan debt are factored into the success or failure rate of receiving a college degree. Because working a full-time job while managing a full schedule at school can be a challenge. It's important to ensure that basically school comes first. Previous generations of college graduates, they lived in a, a different economic, social, and working world than young people do today. At one time, just having a college education almost did ensure financial security. And this is no longer the case today. And therefore, parents' advice on paying for college is likely outdated. Young people today are still being told that a college education is the only path to success and a financial future. Parents are conveying this as well as educators. It's no longer the case. Having a college education can be better than, than not going. However, you need to know that there's no guarantees. There never has been, but today those guarantees are even much less. Now, if you're a young adult or a parent and college is in the future here or you're considering it and you're thinking about, you know, the college student working full time while going to school, in addition to, you know, do most college students work, you need to know that, you know, is it a good idea to work full time 
while in college. Now, I realize that some people are not going to have a choice, and there are certainly some problems with that. And these will also be in, included some of the hurdles that you need to know. Working more than 40 hours each week while seeking a college education, it can have pros and cons, I will say. Now, obviously, like I said, for someone that needs the money to pay rent and eat while you know, going to school, they, they need to work a full-time job because it's a requirement. You know, they, they have to have a place to live and eating are, are the benefits of that full-time job, basically. However, there can also be some additional advantages that might include an increase in confidence with having a full-time job. Yet, you need to understand that most experts agree that students working more than about 20 hours a week regularly leads to a decrease in the success of pursuing a, a college education. Although there can be some rewards to full-time work while in college, there really, unfortunately, are many more disadvantages. And what are some of the disadvantages of working full-time while in college? And I'll tell you, if you're going to have to be a full-time working college student, you need to know the dropout rate becomes high while you're holding a full-time job and going to school. And the problem with working a full-time job that pays the rent while attending college is it can get in the way of studies because of the importance of that job. It can leave a college student with having to choose between either falling behind in school or, you know, being late on their rent. And worse yet, it could lead to a college student needing to completely drop out of school. In this case, the evidence shows that few students who leave school without reaching graduation ever actually return to finish. The amount of student loan debt college students take on today in combination with the stress of getting to graduation to hopefully pay it all back makes it that much more challenging to work full time while seeking a college degree today. If there is a need to work 40 more hours a week while going to, to college, students should know there is a big gamble of eventually becoming too much to, to do both of them successfully. The even larger stake is the possibility of having to drop out of school due to financial reasons. And this can be a disastrous result when a high amount of student loan debt is added. One of the obstacles of holding a full-time job and going to, to college full-time is doing well in class. It can be challenging while working over 40 hours a week. Working full-time, it can clearly take away from the time a college student has to study. And this is especially true with young people seeking a college education because, you know, they're also trying to have a, a social life. Spending time with friends, dating, and working a job many hours can make it hard to finding the time to put studying at the top of the list. Organizing time for everything that includes keeping good grades often results in a loss of sleep. Although young adults going to college seem like they can often, you know, get by on little sleep, not getting enough rest will start to likely be a problem at some point. And the result is good school grades being difficult to maintain. Another thing most people do not understand with maintaining work and school full-time is everyone doesn't learn at the same speed. Someone that is extremely gifted with academics might have no problem 
juggling 40 hours of work and a 15 credit hour school schedule. However, this is not going to be the case with everyone. One person might only, you know, need a few hours of studying each day while another might only succeed with putting in much more time. For an average or below average college student working many hours and studying at the same time, it can be a struggle. A college student's health, both physically and mentally, can deteriorate without getting enough sleep, exercise, and social time. This is probably one of the largest problems with not having enough time for work, school, and life. Now, as I already mentioned, a person's social life can be hard to organize if they are working and going to school full-time. This can include time with you know friends, family. There's no doubt all of this can have negative results on someone's grades at school. The problem with college and a person's social life being impacted is it really can have long-term negative results. The reason for this is college is not just about academics. And this is likely even more true today than it probably ever has been. Getting an education is certainly important and can play a role in career success. Yet who you know and not exactly what you know might be more important today. Having the social time to make long-term friends and contacts that will last following college graduation, they're extremely important today. Working full-time will limit the amount of time someone has to work on their social circle in college. And this could potentially impact employment prospects following graduation. There is a valid argument to a student working full-time in their college field of study and having a leg up on employment after graduating. However, you need to know very few college students actually work a full-time job in their area of study prior to graduation. Now, this next issue for working full-time while attending school full-time being a problem is working full-time while in college, it might actually hurt student aid. A big problem with a college student that works a full-time job is almost always the impact it has on their, their financial aid. And this can be a big problem, particularly for students that come from low-income families. Now, there is a calculation for student financial aid that includes an allowance for earned income. And this is both for dependent and independent students. The allowance for the 2020-2021 school year is $6,840 for dependent students and $10,640 for independent students. So a student that is still under their parents working a part-time job and basically earning less than $6,840 are fine. Now, if you're on your own and you're paying your bills, so you're paying your rent, you're buying your food, you're paying for your car insurance, and hopefully you don't have a car payment, but if you've got that on top of it and then you've got your, your, your phone bill and all these other bills, do you think you're going to have to probably earn more than $10,640 a year? I think the chances are pretty big. You know, how many... People do you know that can live on less than $10,640? And earning over this amount, it can greatly hurt qualifying for things like Pell Grants and subsidized loans. A full-time working college student on their own earning enough to live 
is likely going to have a hard time qualifying for a lot of student aid. It's like they're almost penalized for it. And that that is a big problem that I have with college kids today that do need to work full time while they're going to school. They get penalized for struggling, basically. And something with that just doesn't equal up right. And I will tell you, when I was in school, I actually saw some of this. Um, I think at the time I earned, and this was 20 years ago, so I earned like, you know, $15,000 a year, which got me by. And now we're talking 20 years later, and there's no way you could live off that if you were paying every single bill of your own. You know, you have healthcare costs and things like that, too. If you're paying for everything on your own, you're going to have, and you're working full time, you're going to have to make some money and pay probably for some type of health insurance. Now, funny, ironically, when I was going to school, I was living in a apartment with a roommate and we were looking at another place to live that we drove by and, and liked, and it looked really nice. It certainly was a lot nicer than the place we were living and they advertised the rent out front and it was close to what I was paying in rent already. And so we stopped in to, to kind of take a look around. And this lady came out and she said, this is a income-based apartment community. And I thought to myself, well, that is kind of odd. As we drove through the parking lot, I did not say anything to this lady that came out yet. As we drove through the parking lot in a lot of the spaces outside of the apartments, I saw a lot of brand new cars, a lot of expensive cars, um, because this was a really nice apartment complex. So I started to fill out the paperwork and like at the time, you know, I wasn't earning a ton of money. My roommate actually made a little bit more money and she said, well, combined, you can't make, as she looked at the paperwork, you can't make more than, I think it was $35,000 a year for two people. And I looked at her and I said, now, how is that possible? How is it possible that when I drive through your apartment complex and a lot of these apartments, I see, you know, a lot of brand new cars parked outside. I even see some, um, BMWs, some Mercedes. I even saw a, a, a newer Corvette parked out outside of one of these. And these weren't like 20 year old cars. A lot of these were new or a couple years old. And she looks right at me and she says, well, she says, I have to tell you a lot of the people that are living in this complex are college students. And I was kind of surprised. Well, not really surprised, but I kind of surprised on, on how exactly that works. And she says, well, she says they're dependent. Um, you know, they're not is what they're basically doing is they're claiming to be independent and then they're getting a subsidy from their parents, you know, whether it be, you know, cash here and there or, or whatever else. And they basically show that they don't make any money and then they live in these really nice apartments, which really is quite a shit deal. And I think a lot of college students that are really struggling these days and working full time, they're getting a really shit deal when it comes to, to student aid and actually getting help paying for, for school. Another thing you need to think about with working full time and going to school is it can take much longer to to graduate. Now, working full-time while in college, it shouldn't come as a surprise that graduation frequently takes longer for a lot of people. Having to work full-time while attending a university 
It might require a semester off or taking less credit hours. Thus, accumulating college credit for graduation ends up taking much longer. Now, as you probably have been able to recognize, is there can certainly be a lot of problems with working full-time and going to college full-time at the same time. It can be a real challenge, both financially and just kind of making life work and, and keeping grades up and getting to graduation. And the answer to the podcast is, you know, do most college students work? You know, what does the actual statistics say about college students that, that work full-time while they're in school? And I did some research on this, and according to a survey by Student Loan Hero, 65% of full-time college students do work. Almost 25% of working college students have a job where they're putting in more than 20 hours each week, which I did find interesting because that says a majority probably of college students, that other 75%, they're either not working or they're working part-time. That thus is part of the student loan debt problem, um, which they have no choice to take out those big loans and go that route. It, it really is kind of a, a dilemma, so to speak. Now, out of the working college students, one in four stated they skipped a class at one time to, to go to work. And that is a problem if you're having to work full-time and going to school. There could certainly come a time at your job where, you know, you have to choose, you know, I'm supposed to go into work, but I have this class thing I got to take care of. And if you're dependent on that money from a job, you know, you got to go to the job. In addition to finding the number of working college students, the survey went on to show top reasons why many of these students do work. And in the survey, 52% said they work full-time to, to pay for tuition or part-time. 64% needed to work to pay for living expenses. And 55% said that they needed to work to pay for spending money. So again, if you look at the disproportionate amount here, where about half say they need to work to pay for tuition, and another half said they work for spending money. And a few surprising results of the Student Loan Hero survey on working college students was that only 9% surveyed said that they were working because their parents required them to. And 22% claim they do it basically just because they enjoy working. The data for working college students also shows that 38% of college dropouts said they left due to financial problems. Working students are also seen more often in two-year schools opposed to a four-year university. Most college students that drop out also claim they do so because they were not able to find a work-life balance. Lower income students are more likely to have full-time work while attending college. And this statistic was not surprising with the high cost of a college education today. The problem with this is these students often must work in low-wage jobs that will not relate to their, their college major when they graduate. An affluent student that gets, say, an internship paid or, or not paid, and they take it not out of necessity, but more of a choice. And if they work either full-time or part-time in that role within their field of study, they'll 
often have a, a better chance of success. From the research available, most experts seem to agree that working part-time up to about 20 hours, it can have some positive results, like more confidence that I mentioned. However, a college student working 40 hours or more on a regular basis will most often start to see a decline at some point in their studies. Now, all this information is something that I, I've thought of before, but I've never really looked into the, the facts on it. And the facts that I was able to pull out of do most college students work, they were somewhat surprising in a way and not surprising in others. And I'm really wondering if much of this has changed since the, you know, the 20 some years since, since I've been in school. Because to me, it looks like most college students don't work full-time jobs. They're basically working part-time. And the ones that do work full-time are low-income students that are doing it more out of necessity. And this is, to me, a problem. And it's one of the problems why I always say that the, the education system itself, the higher education system, is, is broken. Because you're really putting lower income families at a disadvantage. And I would even argue that the problem today is it's becoming more even middle income families at a disadvantage. Because to send a kid off to college today and for them to, to live on their own at school, it costs an absolute fortune. Now, it can depend on where you send them for school to school. But those living costs make up a large portion of the cost if they're not living at home. And I, I know in my case, this is something I went round and round about is I'm not going to use the money that we saved for tuition to pay for living costs. I, I refuse to, to do that because luckily now my daughter ended up with a, a scholarship, but scholarships don't pay living expenses. So her, her tuition and books are covered, but you never know if that could be, that could go away. And it's those living expenses again. And I don't know how so many mid-income families afford it. It's just way, way too expensive. And a student that's on their own, a low-income student that goes off, tries to get an education on their own, they're at a major disadvantage. And I know some students are able to do it and I give a lot of more power to them. But the way the system is set up today is it's not in favor of the low income student getting a college education, especially if that low income student has to work full time and earn a decent income to pay for themselves to live. And the problem I see with this is it's an observation that I have made since I have been over to my daughter's university a few times is, you know, you can make observations about people and, you know, their upbringing. You never really do know, but in generalities, you look around at these universities and most of these kids are not coming these days from low income, even a lot of middle income families. And I really think that is a big problem is a college education is getting so expensive. 
especially when you add in the living costs that it's really becoming out of reach for more and more people that don't have the means to either get an education or send their kids off for an education. And it's really just another way that the entire education system is, I hate to say it, it's kind of rigged in a way. Now, I know some people listening to this podcast may not actually believe that, you know, for every story of success of a low income student getting through school, there's many more that simply do not. And it does come down to being able to afford it and being able to juggle all those work hours while going to school, because the evidence suggests that it makes it much more difficult to get through school when you're working a ton of hours, which unfortunately a lot of lower income students often have to do. Now, the one thing I can tell you is a lot of people right now with the political environment we're in and things, they often say, well, you know, an education should be free or two years of college should be free or student loan forgiveness. And I don't think that's the answer. And actually, if you look for the the podcast, there's a podcast I actually did on that on, you know, is it a good idea for free college and student loan forgiveness? And I'll, I'll tell you, it's not. Because the problem is nothing is going to be, if, if the government were to turn around and give away free college, it's not going to be free. Somebody's got to pay for it. And if there's loan forgiveness, somebody's got to pay back the banks and things, and even the government for lending out the money. So there's nothing free. And the only people that are going to pay that back is everyone in taxes. And it's not going to be just the rich because to, you know, to take care of it all, you would have to tax the rich so heavily that, you know, they may decide that they're going (laughs) to move out of the country permanently. Um, So every taxpayer, you know, and somehow it's going to be hidden in there is going to be paying for it. And the people that go to college are going to be paying for it. The people that don't go to college are going to be paying for it. It's really not a solution. And honestly, if anything else, the free college student loan forgiveness idea, it'll make things a lot more expensive. And that really is the problem is the cost of college. So making it free or forgiven for student loan holders, it's going to make it more expensive. And the reason that will happen is historically, and this is something a lot of people don't know, historically when the government makes a decision to raise how much someone can borrow in federal student loans for college education, the universities historically turn around and raise their tuition. So, hey, more free money? Let's raise the price because it's free. Well, it's not free. Somebody's got to pay for it. And I'm afraid if there is supposed free money, the costs are going to get even more out of control. The answer to making college more affordable and ensuring more middle income and lower income families have a chance of getting higher education, it's not, the answer is not free college. The answer is not student loan forgiveness. I believe the answer is getting the costs of a college education under control and closing a lot of the loopholes that basically have been available to 
higher income families to send their kids to college and ensure the success of them getting through. And I'm not sure exactly how you do that, but that's what needs to be looked at. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. Let me know your thoughts on working full-time while going to college. Are you someone that did it? Are you considering working full-time while going to school? You can send your comments directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. The last podcast I did on the degradation of America, I've gotten quite a few comments and even some questions on. On the next podcast episode, I'm going to continue that conversation on the degradation of America. 